I I feel like a lot of our like technology now is just like realizing what we what we thought we wanted in the eighties. Yeah, except for like flying cars and stuff. Yeah, and it's also a lot shittier now than we thought it would be. What the future? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I saw like a little um, life hack for uh, people who work remotely or people who are often on video calls. Okay. Okay. And it's to set your profile picture since, you know, we're doing this on a video call right now, whatever, you know, audio call, whatever, hangout, et cetera. Um, Mm -hmm. Set your profile picture as a photo of you from the camera that looks like you're paying attention to the like to what you're doing okay right so when like, you yeah so when you turn your camera off it just looks the exact same does that make you sense? turn your no so like okay so when on a lot of like vi- let me let me rewind a bit on a lot of video conferencing software when you disable the video camera feed from you know like when you stop sharing your camera yeah it will replace that with your profile photo right right so if you do a clever swap such that your profile photo is a photo that you took from the camera at the same angle in the same room that you're in. I see. You can you can just turn your. That's like some Ocean's Eleven shit. Yeah, where, I was gonna say that's like something you'd see in like a Die Hard movie. Yeah, or like they re-recorded the exact same scene. And <laughs> right, and then tri- they, they, they notice spoof the. Yeah, yeah, they notice the fans not blowing in the background, uh-huh. and everyone scrambles to attention. Yep. So that's it. So next time you're planning a heist and or <laughs> not paying attention on a video call, you can use this tip. That's that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Is that like a an add-on or something to the browser? Or um, no, I mean it's just your. It's like I'm I'm looking at a profile photo of you right now. So you set that so as you your just profile set your picture. Yeah, you just use that Got image it. as your profile photo. Okay. And depend, I mean, I think in so Google Hangouts, it looks a little more obvious because it's in a circle. Mm, um, that's true. But in like Zoom or one of those other ones that was in the example, the 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 video area that you get is the same size whether it's a video or just a photo. And okay, when I got you know, you and, and you can imagine if somebody was presenting a something full screen and your little photo is just a little blip in the corner, it might be you know you might be less likely to notice that the person hadn't moved, you know, in in six hours, right got you okay well hey so i've got i did think of a gripe okay can i get can i get my gripe out of the way get your gripe on all right so this this may be kind of a rabbit hole but we'll we'll see where it takes us um so i'm actually i think a fairly calm driver uh i've had to work at it a little bit over the years but one of the things that reliably consistently triggers me is when you get to one of those areas in Austin where you basically just have to form a big line, you know, whether you're getting off a highway or whether you're kind of getting off Riverside, uh, you know, pulling in towards downtown uh, where it merges with 35. Uh, Basically, you know, there's those big congestion points where it's a big line of traffic. And obviously, you know, a lot of people complain about this, but like some people will just cut the line, right? We'll just like drive down the side, like next to that big line. And then, throw on their blinker 
and block that lane and just like kind of muscle their way in and probably consistently save like you know i i don't know between like four and five minutes of traffic um you know depending on the congestion level and it's one of those things that you can't really you you can't control it you you can like tr- get angry and like try to bl- like block them out yourself like for that one second but then like you know it's just two more seconds later like eventually they somebody lets them in right yep and so i was trying to think of like i i don't know if the technology is there now or or if people would be okay with implementing something like this but i th- i was like trying to think i was like how do you like incentivize people or like you know slightly like punish them in a way to like get them to not not do that kind of thing and this is a little big brothery but i wonder if there would be something someday like with the government maybe like a government program where you voluntarily sign up like basically allow them to track your phone or your you know your car and if they could if they could ascertain like they could figure out like you know, Google Maps can show that, hey, there's like, there's a lot of congestion in this lane, right? Like, there's a lot of congestion right now. And so if it's, sh- if your car zips to the front of it, and you dip in, I-, I feel like you, you know, through AI, you could, you could determine that, like, something a little bit weird happened here. And maybe, you know, 10% of the time, they get something like that wrong. But the idea is like, most of the time, and this would be tied to a larger idea of like, okay, they're basically, they're rewarding good drivers. So maybe like, you know, you get, you save a little bit on your taxes or your car registration or something like that. And they're incentivized because the roads are safer and, and run smoother. Uh, are, are you following me? Does that like sound crazy? I mean, I don't know if it's realistic, but. Well, okay. So it brings, it brings up an interesting point. And okay. I have a, 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 I don't know how to how to put this. I have a um, I'm torn in what is the actual even before we get to solving this problem. Yeah, I'm torn as to what the actual appropriate um, way that like what is the most efficient way to move traffic in mm. a situation like this. Okay, and the way the way that I see it, what I'm the, the reason I'm torn, I guess, is that I don't want to be the person cutting in front of everybody. I definitely don't want to do that. Okay, however. What, what I think you're describing is a situation where there are two lanes for an extended period of time, two or more, but mm. ultimately everybody needs to get into one lane to get in, right? Okay. And my the way that I – and I guess depending on the situation, it may be, it may be different. So if there's, if there's really only one lane that enters the highway, then yeah. that might be – that might change things because that's – and I think that's what you're describing. So yeah, in which case, it pretty I, much. Exactly. Yeah. And in that case, I think I agree with you, but – the way that I kind of see it is so a better example where I'm more confused about what I feel is when there are two lanes that um, both merge in together. Right. Okay. And sometimes if there will be a clear lane, that is the true lane that you should be in that the other one is merging into, but really both lanes go to the same place. Right. Right. And in that situation, I think everybody should be using as much of both lanes as possible and then only merging at the very end. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Right? But sometimes, sometimes people apply the same logic that you have to that situation as well, or other similar situations where they're not utilizing the maximum amount of lane area to like hold the congestion. Right? Like we, the problem is there's too much car and not enough road. Right. So if you can better 
split the cars up on the road, you can bring that congestion point to be shorter and then people can figure it out, you know, later on in the process. So you're saying people merge too early. I think people merge too early and then it, it brings the congestion way back. Whereas if everybody merges kind of closer to the end, I mean, you don't want to do that if it's like high speed, but if everybody kind of merges towards the end, you could take, you could cut the length of the congestion in half by congesting three lanes for, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you chop it down, and split it up, you can actually, I think, reduce the amount and then do the do the merging at the I wouldn't say last minute, like unsafely, but at the towards the end, you kind of zipper it up and you kind of get together and figure that out. And I think a lot of times if there are there are situations where it's not entirely cut and dry, whether you should be, you know, oh, that's the lane I'm supposed to be in, let me get in there early and wait my turn, versus if we could all just kind of move the big clump all as one unit and then merge it in at the end. I see. You know, I, I, I hear you. And I, I don't know, like, I think I'm talking about a very specific case where again, like you just, you have some jerk who's like in a lane that is like going straight, right. That like, and they will, they will have an opportunity. Usually like, and I'd say like 90% of the cases, like you have an opportunity to like merge early, like into that, the waiting lane, there's a big line, right? It's like, get in the back of the line and just so many people will either, some people are funny though. Like, and I've done this too, right? Like where it's like, I won't cut to the front, but I'll like go midway and then like put on my blinker and be like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm, I'm kind of halfway here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll wait for some (laughs) of it. Yeah. I'm bad. I'm not the worst, but Uh Yeah, I've I've been there. Um and some I mean sometimes yeah. the lanes are poorly marked and you're driving in a in a place you haven't been before and you don't realize yep. it. You know, like that can definitely happen and you need to get where you're going. Um but I think also a lot of it comes down to like road design and the the way that these roads are laid out and and I think also something, you know, to get into like I don't know, I'm just kind of brainstorming here, but um you know, maybe it's something to do with like the the static nature of our road signs and how these lanes don't have any ability to adjust to kind of accommodate traffic patterns. So even in that example where you're giving, there's only one lane that can merge onto the highway. Well, maybe that should actually be two lanes that can merge onto the highway and a si- only one side lane that goes straight. You know, like yeah, if you could I reduce mean, that. The, like, But the, here's the thing. It's like my my response to that is like, yeah, of course, like, you know, two lanes is better than one. Like, you know, the the, the infrastructure of Austin specifically, like, you know, there should be more lanes and we should be able to accommodate more traffic, but the city was not designed that way. And, you know, there's some areas obviously where they're adding more lanes and they're doing that construction. And it's always really painful because usually it makes traffic worse before it gets better. Right. And can take like years to, you know, finish that kind of construction. And obviously it's worth it in the long run, but I'm so like, yes, like there's, there's certain things they can do. They can make like signage clearer. They can make, more lanes but i i i guess what i'm getting at is like i feel like no matter how well designed all of that is you're always going to have some people that want to like they'll find a way to cut three minutes out of their commute and they don't give a shit if they're cutting the line and so i just wonder if there are ways to incentivize people who who do wait in line right because i it's not the kind of thing there is some ambiguity to it. It's like, I, I'm not even sure that that's like, it's, it's not illegal, right? Like there's no, Nope. Th- right. So it's like, I mean, I, you might be able to make the case that's unsafe in which case you could say it's illegal. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you're 
if you're kind of merging in last minute, maybe that's maybe. more likely to cause an accident. I think you could potentially, you know, if the if a cop saw that at the right time, they might be able to yeah. give you a ticket and say that's kind of reckless reckless driving. But it's pretty usually pretty slow. I would slow. be surprised if they did. And I, I've never seen, you know, I've never seen anything like that, like somebody gets stopped for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, again, it's just like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's not about punishing people. Maybe it's just about enc- encouraging people uh, or rewarding people, right? Who who do drive well. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you get these. I <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube videos and whatnot, like you know, um, the news and things like that on YouTube, and I get the same ad over and over. Um, for uh, it's I think it's Root. It's like the I haven't seen insu- it. It's like an insurance company where basically you download the app and if you it it tracks how well you drive and so it it it, they you know they say that they can charge less for insurance because you know whatever there's some statistic like 80 percent of you know the costs of insurance are are due to the worst 20 percent of drivers something like that right yep and so it's it's actually a pretty interesting idea um so I guess their marketing is working, but, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, it's, it's, it's a similar idea, right? It's like, okay, well you can voluntarily download an app that, you know, if the technology is good enough, you if you can really ascertain that somebody is driving well and driving safely, then you reward them for that in yep. some way. I so, really like that idea. So I like a government program. Yeah. I like your idea altogether, but I think what is more the problem than people cutting in front of these lines, for example, yeah. or these types of things is just the sheer number of traffic on the road. Yeah. And so I think the better thing to do would be to reward people for not driving during peak times. Mm. And that would be so much easier to build that mm. you could, you could definitely know when, you know, you could have the little thing that plugs into the car and just say, basically your car shouldn't turn on during the, when you're in this location, like when you're in a downtown area, shouldn't turn on between four and, and six, oh. four thirty and six thirty, right? And so That's you could you could just get rewarded for driving home at, at six thirty instead of five thirty. Ooh. And I think that would have a much greater impact on traffic because then at that point you wouldn't have all the congestion and people wouldn't be fighting to get in front of each other anyway, the people who are going. Yeah. In fact you could almost turn it into like a you if you wanted to be like a negative incentive you could make uh-huh. it almost like a toll program where you have to pay a toll to to drive at that time but that would be probably hard to enforce yeah like and, and i don't up. like that idea yeah. i mean yeah exactly it needs it's to be like, opt-in I, and it needs to be positive yeah exactly and like you know i think your idea is really good and i think they are not necessarily mutually exclusive right i mean maybe it's kind of like a platform of of different benefits um that again there's no there's no negative uh if you if you do need to drive home during rush hour, but the idea is that, okay, well maybe there's these kind of eight scenarios where you, if you are driving safely, if you are following the speed limit, you know, 95% of the time or whatever it is, and you're driving at non peak hours, again, it just all kind of racks up these savings. And I feel, I feel like it wouldn't be that hard for the government or the city to calculate the, the savings uh, for that, whether it's again, like, you know, saving on the cost of, you know, accidents or, or, or the cost they would have to incur to build traffic, uh, you know, to add more lanes and things like that. Um, I think that that's, a uh, again, it's, I knew this was going to spill into like a really big idea and the whole, um, the whole like people cutting the line thing. That's just a personal trigger of mine 
that kind of led to this bigger idea. Cause I agree that's not like the problem, right? There's, yeah. and I like that you kind of went there. Um, interesting. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well, that's a whole thing. Well, how much, what, uh, how much do you think, um, not to like draw this out any longer, but how much do you think a program like that could pay just like purely in money? Yeah. Like, could you, could yeah. it, could it give you 10 bucks a month? And would that would that be motivating enough for you to to let's let's go with the yeah. idea I had like if it if it was just don't drive at peak rush hour right don't leave right. between five and six um, would you would you not drive during those times for ten bucks a month? So I would totally sign up for it. And would I would I <laughs> yeah. would I com- would I actually get the money? Would I actually complete that challenge or whatever? Um, I don't know. I, I I could try, but but I would certainly sign up. It at, um, it at least kind of makes it kind of fun, right? Exactly. It sounds like, like a, it sounds like something entertaining. Like, <laughs> oh, maybe I will just work a few extra hours or, or <laughs> work from home in the morning and yeah. see if I can't uh, can't make that extra a little bit of cash. I don't know. Well, I I like the idea of, and it could also like share stats with you to to like show you how you're helping the city. Like that's to me is like the bigger thing. It's like it wouldn't be about the ten bucks I get. It's about like you know, and and I, again, I think it could whether it's an app or whether it's just you know, an email report that gets sent to you. Um, I feel like it could, it could share, uh, and help you understand the positive impact you're having. And that to me is like, I, I do want to drive safely, right? Just, just for the sake of it, not cause I'm afraid of getting a ticket, but like, because it's the right thing to do and it's good for me and good for other people. Right. Yeah, I think there might be a, um, environmental angle on this too. Right. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, reduce your carbon emissions. You know, there might be something about, um, you know, what type of car you have. If you maybe get, I guess there's already like reimbursements if you are buying an electric car, right? Um, but maybe it could add to that or something. Or maybe there are certain um, routes you can take if you don't go. Um, I don't know. Is it better for the environment if you go faster or slower? Right? I'm not actually <laughs> sure. Um, I know like a lot of cars are a lot of like. Uh, I don't really know a lot about cars, but I think they're more. A lot, a lot of cars are more efficient when they're going at higher speeds, right? Like if you think they're, they're about, more efficient if they're if they're not like, stopping and starting. That's, yeah, that's like so. Highway is more efficient than stop and go. So maybe that doesn't make sense because I was going to say reward people for taking like back streets. Um, yeah, that's but the at least from an environmental angle, that wouldn't be the case, right? And uh, you but know, from a traffic perspective, that would be would be beneficial. Right, you could reward people for not taking the highway, kind of and move, I get, move traffic and, around. I don't know if you noticed, but like we're totally going full circle because we've talked about that before. I think way back and in, in like an older episode. I think that was, was probably pre- not pre-release. Posted. Yeah, it's definitely pre-release. Uh, but it, yeah, it is interesting. Um, there's uh, there's definitely opportunity there. And as far as like the rebates you get for having an electric car, I mean, I think those are pretty pretty meager right now. I don't know if those are like mm, no. I think I think they're like thousands of dollars off the purchase of the car. Okay. I think you can get like a five to ten thousand dollar rebate. Got you. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty decent then. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, what what else we got? Um, yeah. So I had this uh, had this topic idea to uh, talk about some of these the wacky products that <laughs> okay. uh, Amazon released about. I guess it was about a week ago. Um, oh yeah. The timeline doesn't really matter because I don't want to be a news podcast so sure you know if you're listening to this and you have maybe already heard about this like great uh doesn't matter um uh, but i this thought this thing it, happened at one point yeah this thing happened this should be um fun to listen to at any time 
Um, and they just they released like fifteen products, okay. and um, some of them are weirder than others. So I just kind of compiled this list, and I was going to read through and just kind of Ooh, um, yeah. either get get your feeling on some of these ideas of of these products if they're like good ideas, bad ideas, and what Amazon is kind of doing in these spaces. And then also thought maybe we could brainstorm uh, any, I don't know, potential other ideas. Because some of these are just kind of wacky and they kind of got me thinking about like, well, if they're going to put smarts in this thing, you know, what else What else could they be doing? Love it. I'm um, excited. Cool. So I'm just going to go down the list and I ordered these from like most tame to, to weirdest, right? Okay. So the weirder ones are at the end. So Okay, cool. Um, so the first, uh, first three here are just... Um, updates to uh their their echo products right so they're not that exciting so like right. echo dot got better and uh regular echo got better okay so that's like not the speakers cool. a little bit yeah like, the the, okay, the, the small, small to medium hardware speakers right okay so we can just cross those off um sure they also improved the uh this one that they have called the echo show that's the one that has the big screen on the front of it right have you seen that one that product yeah it, it looked kind of ugly to me it's i don't know it's pretty ugly so the new one looks yeah. a lot better Okay. Um, so I think that's kind of the bigger thing, but I, I have a hard time with this product because I feel like you'd be better off just with an iPad yeah, on exactly. a stand. It seems know? like an, it seems like an iPad with like less functionality. Yeah. I mean, it plugs in so you can't take it anywhere. Right. It doesn't have a battery and it obviously doesn't do everything an iPad does because it's not an iPad and they're expensive, right? Uh, yeah. So this they're one like is $230, which an iPad is, I think, 350 So for like 100 bucks more, yeah, you can just get a, a really good iPad. So I'm kind of confused about why people are excited about this product. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm missing something. So I don't know. If you ever get to try one in person, I'd be curious if there's uh, something there. Okay, cool. Um, I've, tr- I've tried to have a kitchen iPad one time, like when I bought... A new iPad, I thought, oh, I'll keep keep my old one around and use it in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but an iPad is just so easy to move that yeah, exactly. it doesn't make any sense. Like, why am I going to use the old iPad when I could just get the new one and just put it up in the kitchen? You know, like, it's not... Um, right. I don't know. It's like, that's the whole reason people have iPads is to carry them around and use them as a portable screen throughout their house, right? Yep. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something on this Echo Show concept, but... Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Um, okay. So then the next set of products here is um, the Echo Subwoofer. And I thought this was pretty cool. So this uh, wirelessly pairs with any with either one or two other Echo speakers and adds okay. a subwoofer to it. So it basically turns your crappy Echo speaker into a fairly decent sounding speaker setup. So you could get a second Echo plus this sub or just the one. And combine those together and, and really upgrade your speaker system. So kind of a take on Sonos in a way for people who have already bought an Echo to just upgrade the sound and make it sound a lot better. Mm, okay. I mean, I have an Echo. The sound is pretty good. It's actually surprisingly loud. And I, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's not as good as, you know, like obviously it's not as good as like Sonos speakers or anything like that. But I mean, it's pretty good so i mean i I get that it's 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 clever from like a marketing perspective but uh i personally wouldn't be interested in that Uh, okay so you're not not sold on that one no um because how much is that it's like a couple hundred or something uh or more check here um it's 150 bucks okay wait oh maybe i'm looking at the wrong one there's so many products on this website i can't even find it (laughs) um 130 okay i mean that's not crazy expensive obviously but yeah yeah, I, I, yeah, not for me. Okay. 
Um, and then the other, the last one in this category is um, a basically like a you know the um, Chromecast. There's a Chromecast audio. It's basically that. So it's Chromecast just audio. It's a. It's basically. Uh, let me describe it a different way. It's an Echo Dot that has no speaker in it, and you have to plug in speakers that you already have. Okay. So for so basically for thirty five dollars, you can make you can take any pair of speakers that you already have and make them smart. But but aren't Echo Dots like around that price anyway? Yeah, that's confusing, isn't it? It, it really is because you could plug. You're uh, right. So this is thirty five dollars. How much is a dot? I, I think they're like forty or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the dot's fifty. Uh, uh, okay. So this is only fifteen dollars less. That's really stu- that's really stupid, right? It's like because you might as like, well have the dot, and then if you don't have something to speak <laughs> into it, you could at least use it. It's like okay, here's like a few dollars in cost savings, and you don't have speakers. I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't get that one. I yeah. mean, okay, that's a no. weird. Now that you mention it, that's a weird product. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this this list is you're just you're knocking them off. <laughs> I'm just this is ripping good. it apart. Yeah, yeah. So really, what do you got um, next? Okay, so this is, okay. This is when we get into the, kind of the more interesting ones. Okay. Okay, so um, they did a new uh, security camera. Oh, okay. Um, but this is because if you remember a while ago, they bought that company Ring, who makes the um, yeah. the doorbell. So this is an outdoor, indoor or outdoor security camera um and it's 180 dollars and it's not um doesn't seem that much different than most of the other ones okay you know the other like security cameras on the market but it is interesting to see that amazon has a play in that market is it branded as an amazon thing or is it no it's actually branded as a ring so okay maybe that doesn't quite count okay um okay um the next one is a fire tv it's called fire tv recast and it is a this one is kind of weird in a in like a bad way it's like a thing that you can get over the air tv on and then you can it's like a dvr tv recorder oh that's kind of interesting so it's it's essentially like a digital network box kind of right yep Okay. Um, so, I like that. and I don't know all the details, but it seems like if you, it's like if you um, want to stop having cable, it can like record. It can basically be like a TiVo for the TV that you can get. Oh my god! Over the air. I, I love think. it. I love that because, I, granted, there's like very few use cases for me, but I would love to be able to record um, football games. Because yep. and then I, watch them anytime you want. Be, well, watch them and fast forward through the commercials. Mm, yep. Because I literally cannot watch football anymore because I I can't stand how many commercials there. Are. I'm talking like NFL, right? Yep. And this is stuff um, that just is broadcast like on ABC or something. Oh yeah, ABC, Fox, NBC. Yep. Okay. Or yep. I think I'm getting one of those wrong. I think CBS. No, that, but yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's not ABC. But that's kind of amazing. I mean, literally, right now I have. I have those, um, what do you call them? Rabbit ears. Yep. And, and, and those actually, those <laughs> did the 10, 15 bucks from Radio Shack. Um, what was Radio Shack? <laughs> they, it, it's incredible. You, you might have HD quality. You might have kept them in, them in business for like another month. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they're going to get a good, big boost. 
<laughs> Sales are way up. Yeah. <laughs> They're back in business. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just a side note. I mean, it's incredible the amount of quality you can get over like those like whatever waves <laughs> come in to get. But uh, the digital box, I actually am going to uh, be mounting my wall, my TV on the wall rather, and. I hadn't thought of it until just now, but that's going to be a problem. I'm not going to be able to stash those rabbit ears in the, in the behind the TV, and they they're not very good looking anyway. They kind of poke out a little bit. So I love that. Do you know how much that is? So it looks like it has um, a lot of storage space in it. I think it has like 500 gigs of um, storage or something. So you can just like record hours of hours of HD video, right? Jeez. Which is what you're going to need. So it looks like it's two hundred thirty dollars. So it's a oh, little pricey, shit. But yeah. I think you're mostly paying for that storage. Uh, that's sad. Not into it. Um, no, I thought it was going to be cheap. I thought I thought there was going to be. I I didn't expect it to be so much storage, and I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be like sixty bucks or something. So like the that. O- the other cool thing about it though is it can it can stream to your other devices as well. So like if you have <sighs> yeah um, if you have an iOS like your phone or an iPad or something, you can be watching TV on that as well. So I think that's kind of cool. It's a cool product. It's just, yeah, that that's more than I would, it would be worth it to me probably, but that is, that's compelling. I like the idea. Yep. Uh, I just wish there was an option that was like markedly less storage um, and see if we could get that price down to like even like 90, just under a hundred bucks or something. And I'd be pretty dang tempted by that. I wouldn't be surprised if, well, this I was going to say if this thing sells at all, but this isn't going to sell. Like no one's really watching over the air no. TV. No. It, it seems weird from a market perspective because anyone who's willing to drop 230 bucks on that probably has cable, right? Yeah, this is something that should be for people who are trying not to spend money on this type of thing. Yeah. yeah you're right. Like an alternative market, like people yeah. who It should be $60 aren't... and you should be able to plug in a hard drive that you already have. Sure, just like the Echo Dot yeah. alternative, right? <laughs> uh-huh. It's like give me that for this. So Yep. Okay, interesting one. Okay. Um, all right. There is a smart plug that you can plug things into and turn. you can turn a lamp on and off. That is really not very interesting because it's just like um, any other one. But this one is Amazon branded. Okay. Um, but how – yeah, like how how much is that? Like all, all about price today is $25 cheap. Well, it, 25 bucks, And that's that's pretty comparable to the other ones, that's right? About, I think that's about what you pay, yeah. Maybe may a little cheaper. Um Thirty twenty five per plug. Okay. Yeah, and you it's could, connected to an app, and yeah. Yeah, or you can talk to Alexa and turn some stuff on. You know. All right. It's fine. I mean, huh. you can do that. You can already do that, though. So the fact that Amazon has one right now yeah. is not really changing anything. Um, yeah. There is some more weird uh, amplifier thing that again is going to let you plug in speakers that you already have. So a lot of this stuff, it seems like, is kind of retrofitting things that you might already have and improving yep. them and digitizing them in some way so the okay those aren't too exciting because they're expensive and they're it's like high-end amplifiers that are smart that you can then plug in so if you had like nice bookshelf speakers um, okay you could plug those in but that's there's really nothing to say about that okay. um okay here's a here's one of my favorite ones okay this is a wall clock <laughs> with <Okay. laughs> it's a 30 dollar wall clock it's smart and it can tell the time. It can. It's so smart it knows what time it is. <laughs> Always. Always. <Yeah. laughs> um, it so it pairs with Alexa devices 
and it will this is actually a little bit interesting it will visualize any alarms or timers that you have set up so every you can imagine this every tick mark around the the clock like clock face for every minute right the 60 tick marks around are led lights and so if you set a timer for 30 minutes half of the clock will light up as it counts down okay does that make sense yeah that's it's kind of cool but it's really quite unnecessary i think right it's cool but you're right yeah Yeah. so and then if there's an alarm like say you have an alarm at 6 30 it puts a little dot you know where the hour hand would be at 6 30 to tell you that you know this alarm is set um so it's kind of cool you can like look up i think what i think what they're getting at here is a lot of times with uh timers and alarms are really common to use with with voice control but then in order to check on them you have to ask right you have to say when is you know when's my alarm set or how much time is left on the timer and then it will tell you which is kind of annoying so here's something you could put in your kitchen for example and while you're cooking if you said you know set a 20 minute timer for the rice um then 20 minutes worth of led lights light up on the clock and as the hand moves along you could start to see the progress oh we're halfway halfway through this timer so that's actually seems kind of cool yeah but how about this why don't they just do that with your with your echo or your dot you know how they have that ring on the top that show, shows you the volume when you change the volume or it shows you right that's kind of like the interface is that yep. sort of circular why don't they just have a dim uh timer countdown that that's the circle i mean it would i'm sure it wouldn't be quite as in, intuitive like you wouldn't be able to extrapolate oh well that's that means that's three minutes because it's about three-fifths of the way done. But you could certainly eyeball it. Yeah, I like that. They should right? do that. Why don't they do that? Because they want to sell wall clocks. Because they want to sell a clock for 30 bucks. <laughs> okay, 30 um, bucks. Yeah, does, it, okay. does it look nice? Uh, you know, it looks like a standard wall clock. It's kind <laughs> of black face, white border, white hands. And it's battery powered? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. I don't see any wires coming out of the photo, so... I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, I assume. Um, okay. Uh, okay, let's see what's next. Um, a, I think this might be the last one. Um, and this is an echo for your car. Yeah. You teased this one. This one is yeah. interesting to me. Tell yeah. me about it. I think I think this is kind of the 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 one actually really good one. Right. Oh, wait. Sorry. There There is one more. Um, okay, let me tell you the one last one before... Okay. Before we get into this one, because I think that one's worth talking about. It's a microwave. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> and it is... Finally. Mi- I know. It's a microwave. <laughs> it, and I'm looking at this article right now that just has a kind of a rundown of these, and it says the title they have is A Wildly Unnecessary Alexa Microwave, um, which I think is a good headline. Um, but it's actually a microwave. It is actually a microwave, and it looks really just like a microwave. And so I wonder is, who makes it. So it's branded Amazon Basics. So, you know, they have, like, a uh, lot of those Amazon Basics products, yeah, like do. a phone charger or a keyboard, or they make these, and it, Amazon Basics is such a funny name because it so accurately describes in a in a negative way <sighs> I know how yeah. basic and, frankly, shitty right. these, a lot of these products are. Like, they're so basic. That's so funny because, like, yeah, obviously, like, you know, that the that word has evolved even over the last 10 years a, a <laughs> bit, right, to, yeah. to be a very condescending negative negative, you know thing usually described to refer to like people but that's (laughs) right i mean that's like the Uh that's what the kids are saying i mean i call somebody basic uh that's that's insulting 
<laughs> yeah. So wow. Amazon Basics microwave. Um, and, and I feel so, like if you have a phone charger or something, like it doesn't really like. Okay, Amazon Basics is probably fine, no big deal. But like for a, for an appliance, that 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 really surprises. I'm shocked that they didn't partner with like Whirlpool or something and say, "Hey, you have a Whirlpool microwave you can count on with Alexa technology." Yep, and I think embedded. those those do exist. Um, yeah. So it's not that's not out of outrageous. It's only sixty dollars. <laughs> Um, what oh so i guess yeah microwaves, microwaves are like that yeah, microwaves yeah. are cheap so it's a yeah. cheap microwave <laughs> and um you can it looks like it doesn't have the the microphone built in but it communicates with an echo nearby so again they're building this ecosystem of products that will kind of talk yeah. together which makes sense in yeah. a lot of ways like you don't need yeah. you, don't, you don't need Ten speakers yeah. yeah exactly you don't need microphones and speakers in every single device yeah, just have I like the one that. hub and then let them talk to each other yeah. Um, but it also says here that um, there is a da- there's dash button functionality. So Amazon has that that thing called the dash button, which is just a like a single button product that will order more of a single product. You know this right. one? Yeah. So I ha- I have one of these for toilet paper. Okay. And I don't use it, but I bought it. they they're free. Like you can get them for free. Right. And I think what it is is you f- you pay for this is the dash button um, that I'm talking about. If you when you i think you pay five bucks to get the button and then when you order your first product from it they take five dollars off the the product that you order got it that's so that the button will be free right yep Uh, but they still get you to pay for it if you so if you can't get it without ever using it right then you still pay for it right makes sense really smart and i thought i liked the idea that um like with toilet paper especially because i feel like that's one thing that you really never want to run out of um so i and uh and i think um, the other idea is like it's kind of tucked away in a cabinet in the bathroom, so you might not realize that you're out until you know like it's not something that you necessarily see every day, right? So the idea okay. was if you put the button in the cap inside the cabinet when you grab you know the last or second to last roll, you could just push the button and then a new a package of toilet paper would show up on your doorstep the next day, right? Okay, I'm with you, but microwave how what what is the use case there? Yeah, so what they're saying here is that you could use <laughs> I, I don't fully understand so it says like mac and cheese <laughs> yeah um it says you could order more popcorn so you could have a, a dash button so, for um but where where is the dash button on the microwave is it like digital is it like slapped on the bottom like what is i it looks like it's digital <laughs> like it's okay. part of the but the screen on there it's not it's like a it's like a led led clock it's not a like a high res screen or anything huh. so i'm really i'm really <laughs> struggling i mean i could have done a little more research here i guess but you know okay that's uh, fair there somehow you can order popcorn from it all right that's hilarious uh that's that's funny i i don't know what else to say about that that is interesting <laughs> you, you and don't bizarre. want to order popcorn from your i'm not microwave. like no in like I'm sorry, but it's just like, at what point is that like really? That's drastically more convenient than like, than just like opening your Amazon <laughs> app on your phone and just like order. I don't know. Yep. Okay. Okay. Car. The car. The car. Main is event the cool time. One. So, yeah. um, I think that there, I think there's a huge market for making people's old shitty cars smarter. Yeah. Because one the auto industry moves super slow Mm -hmm. and any 
even a lot of new cars have really terrible what what do they call infotainment systems right this they do this, yeah the it's screen, shocking everything yeah. like it's all really terrible like the my car is two years old uh-huh. and the screen on it is awful and the interface is terrible i mean it, the interface yeah the interfaces on these things are shockingly bad and not only are they just poorly designed but yeah. they are unresponsive and slow so like it's, okay it'd be one thing if they were just ugly but not they're also ugly and slow and yeah they sometimes don't work right and right. That, that's even once you get past the fact that it's a touch screen and a touch interface is inherently terrible while you're trying to focus on the road right sure it's because you lose all of the kind of tactile ability to feel a button right right so they kind of have everything working working against it so what's cool about this um this uh echo car device it's called echo auto is that one it's only fifty dollars so it hits okay it's price for you it doesn't have right. a screen at all it only is voice okay and so it kind of communicates with your phone for internet mm-hmm. and it has an audio jack that can plug into your car stereo and it has its own microphone and you can talk to it like an echo and you can do things with your Wait. F- with your phone it connects to your car stereo how does it connect do you have to plug it in uh, like yeah it looks it looks like you need an auxiliary jack Ooh, okay. so if you if you okay. don't have that you might be in trouble well i have it but it's like that's i and again maybe i'm more old school or something right because some people obviously use bluetooth and whatnot but I use my jack to like connect to my phone if I want to play music. Or, so I think you'll be doing yeah. all that through this. So your phone will connect to this device through Bluetooth, and then you'll oh. just tell the device play oh. my podcast, and it will play. It'll Bluetooth connect to your phone, and the device stays in your car oh. and is always connected. So you don't have to plug your phone in anymore. That's cool. And now your car basically has Bluetooth and voice control all in one. Whoa. Okay. I'm totally with you. You're on board now. And it's only fifty yeah, bucks. I'm so intrigued. If if my car didn't have Bluetooth, which it does, um, and it actually, even though the interface is bad, it technically works. It fine. works pretty good. Yeah. yeah it wor- if you just don't really worry about, you know, like you can hit pause and next, and you know, like it works. Yeah. Um, it's annoying, but it works. Um, I would to- I would be all over this. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. That's really compelling. So, and I think you know you can ask it for you know traffic reports you can ask it for i think you can ask it to start directions i don't know where it gets directions from if that yeah, would be yeah i was wondering google, about it that it couldn't be a google maps or an apple maps thing i don't think they would be able to get probably not that kind of right? service oh it works with waze by default but well, apple and google maps will also be available it says okay so somehow they either have partnership there or maybe they found a way to kind of like just start that traffic that map automatically i don't know huh okay um it says early adopters can get their hands on it this year for testing okay so um with a discount of bringing it down to 25 dollars. wow so you can get it for cheaper if you want to be a beta tester wow that's really cool man um i mean that i'm just like my mind is kind of blown right now just because that's something that i would love to test and you know me like i can be a little cynical with the usefulness of new technology yeah, like you were um, with the 80 of the 80 of the 90 products <laughs> yeah. that we talked about that's true yeah uh, right rightfully so but yes right because i really do fumble around a lot with um 
with cables and things in my car. I mean, really to like an unsafe degree, right? Like, you know, where I'm, and this, this could be very interesting. I mean, um, I love the idea of bringing it to my, you know, I have a old, like 2007 Honda Civic, right? So it's like, I don't have touch screens and things like that. Um, so this is a, this would be a great way to kind of modernize it, uh, in ways that would be really useful. Um, just like, you know, I, I use Google maps every day, both ways to work just, just obviously I know the way to work, but it's just in case there's accidents and things like that. And there's alternative routes. I mean, I do that every time, uh, because one day a month or something, right. There's a big accident and the way that's always faster is markedly longer. And so to me, it's always worth it to check and make sure that, uh, I know I have the best route. And so the idea of just kind of piling in my car and, and having that be automated as I'm going or to place calls and things like that, um, is really cool and exciting to me. I mean, I, that's awesome. Yeah. It does say something about getting in touch with, uh, contacts with a simple voice command, but I don't know if that is sending a message or, Mm. Um, a phone call, maybe both. I know yeah. the Echo has um, some integrated, like a normal Echo has integrated like messaging and voice calls that you can do. So it might be the kind of thing where if you try to send a message or make a phone call, it calls with the Echo app. Maybe the people that you have to call, you, that you want to call, have to use that app to get in touch. But um, that could work for specific friends. Okay. Um, huh. It's kind of cool. That's a, so that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, I mean, some of those ideas were kind of stupid, and uh, I don't know. I can't wait to get my hands on a new microwave. Th- are you are you gonna get it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, dude! You're gonna have to order mac and cheese the old way. Yeah. That's wild. Are you gonna are you gonna get the wall clock? Uh, I'm not going to get any of these stupid. You're not going to get. I'm not going to get any of these things. Um, 